Hey, what's up guys? It's Cooper. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to start another week with you guys. Um, and if I, I'm trying to keep my voice somewhat down because my daughter is sleeping in the other room and uh, she took a little while to get down today. So <laughs> I don't dare wake her. Anyways, um, really excited to have this conversation today. Um, and I sincerely hope that it touches one of you. I hope that, actually, I hope it touches more than one of you, but I know that it will touch the right people. And for those of you that are looking to skill yourselves in uh, better sales strategies and sales techniques, um, if you want to close more business, become more influential with your audience, um, this is definitely going to help you. Um, so. I'm not, if I look like I'm looking all over the place, it's because we're streaming on a few different devices right now. Um, and you might be listening to this on a, a podcast as well. Um, but again, so happy to connect. And I really hope that this nugget helps you guys. Um, so when it comes to, and for those of you I have not met yet, um, because there may be, so, you know, a lot of you guys uh, share this with your teams and, you know, share this with, you know, power partners of yours and Please know that I never take your time and attention lightly. Um, I don't take it for granted, and I'm extremely thankful. Um, I always hope not to waste your time. Um, and so for those of you that I am just meeting for the first time, my name is Jen Cooper. Everybody calls me Coop. Um, I have had almost 20 years, actually more than 20 years, of um, high levels of success in the sales and closing arena. Uh, all the way from insurance sales to uh, working for the National Cheerleaders Association and closing business for them, um, to getting into specialty pharmaceuticals and then high-end medical devices. And now I'm in the glorious world of uh, social marketing. So I've had quite a bit of experience. And over that time, I have personally closed over 20 million in sales. Um, so that just, just to give you a little context of where my tips and tricks and advice and help and where it comes from, um, that's largely that's largely because of my background and where I learned, uh, to be honest with you, a lot of the times it really wasn't pretty. Like I was failing a lot more of the time than I was winning for a long time, friends. Like literally, have you ever wondered, like, is it, it, all these failures, this failure after failure after failure, am I even getting ahead? Is this making a damn bit of difference? You guys, drop some hearts in the comments if you've ever questioned that before, um, because I want you to know that I empathize. I empathize deeply because that was me. Nobody expected much of me very early on in my sales career. I couldn't get ahead. I was working. So, I was just telling a gal in my private messages right now that I was working so hard, yet I, I couldn't close business. And I was like, what is going on here? And little did I know that when I thought I was losing, what I really was doing was skilling myself in the things that would later on build walls of loyalty around each of my businesses, each of my accounts, each of my offices, each of my businesses subsequently that I've gone on to build. And one of those things, one of the, I would actually say 
the most important thing that I learned while I was failing, quote unquote, what I thought was failing miserably. The biggest thing that I learned ended up being the very one of the, uh, the very things I'm going to share with you today. Okay. Hi, Vicki. How are you? Hi, Petra. What's up, Linda? Um, you guys definitely say hello if you're catching this on a live broadcast. I'd love to connect with you in the comments. It is actually me <laughs> when I'm connecting with you. So I, I would really love to connect and learn more about you. Um, but the biggest thing that I learned, friends, over all my experience in trials and tribulation and sales, the biggest thing I learned when I thought I was losing is that I was actually building rapport and building trust with my audience, even though I didn't have the results yet to prove, to prove anything, to prove that I was causing a result to come into existence. I literally, you guys, I would love for you to drop this in the comments. Hi, Cassie. I actually just referred to part of the conversation we were having. So thank you for some of that inspiration. Um, but building, building rapport and building trust amongst your audience and amongst your, your potential buyers, that is literally and arguably the number one skill that you could acquire over this time, over your trials and tribulations, and you're, you're trying to scrape and claw your way to a result, literally the number one thing you should be doing is building rapport and building trust. Drop that in the comments, build rapport, build trust. These are literally the number one things you need to do in order to have not just success in sales, but sustained, and continual success in sales. I mean, unless you are the type of person that literally wants to be a one hit wonder, said no one ever. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that you are not necessarily super impressed with someone that is what we would call a one hit wonder. Like a boom, they, they came out of the gates, they're flying up the ranks, they're closing sales left and right, but then you don't see them again after five months, after seven months, after one year, you almost forget their names. Guys, drop in the comments. I want to win on repeat. You'll want to win on repeat, friends, and you can do this by learning how to build rapport and build trust amongst your audience. So I want to share with you five quick tips to help you do this. If that's cool, is that cool with you guys? Drop some flames, flame emojis in the comments if that's okay with you guys. And if you're catching this on a podcast, I, I'm giving you a virtual fist pump in the air. Okay, let's get into it. So the very first thing you need to do, and you need to learn how to do really, really well in order to build rapport and build trust, is you need to ask really good questions friends. You got to learn to ask better questions. I want you to think of the conversation with your prospects and with potential clients or customers or partners or buyers or whatever. I want you to look at each interaction with them as an opportunity to learn more pieces of the puzzle that you are trying to help them solve. Meaning, all guys, for the record, drop this in the comments. All sales is, is helping others get what they want. That's it. 
all sales is, is helping more people get more of what they want. And get this, sometimes it's not always going to be with you. And you want to know one of my secrets to how I continually build trust with people? I don't pretend that the answer is always with me. I tell them flat out. I don't know if that's with me. I don't know if I can help you. I don't know if this can help you, but do you see where I'm growing with this, friends? I'm building trust when I am completely honest with people and say, I don't know if what I have can help you, but would you be open to answering some questions for me so I can learn more about you? Would that be all right? Cassie, my friend, my new friend Cassie is on here. I'm pretty sure, Cassie, if you go back early in our earlier in our conversation, I was probably trying to learn about you. I was probably sincerely, with no strings attached, trying to learn about you and your business. In fact, did some more of that today, didn't we? Didn't we? Anyways, I digress. This is this. I'm just being very, very transparent with you. I'm very transparent about what I share, friends. It's what I'm actively doing. I like to share it as I do it so that, you know, it's not what I did, you know, five years ago when I was in the when I was in the game and, and I've since retired. No, 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 no. It's what I'm doing right now. Hi, Tanya. Oh, my dear friend, Tanya. I adore you. My dear friend, Tanya, sent me the most beautiful necklace, a chaos coordinator in the mail neck last Last week. Isn't that the sweetest gesture? And she is so right. I am a manager of four tiny humans. It's wild. Anyways, I want you to ask better questions, friends, when we are trying to build rapport and build trust, which again, if you're just tuning in, is the number one thing that you can do in order to close more business and close more sales now is to build rapport and build trust. We do this by asking better questions. Do you know what? Want to know a little secret sauce in regards to asking good questions? I want you to drop a hashtag open ended in the comments. Drop hashtag open ended. One of my not challenges, but something I try and keep in mind every time I'm having conversations with people, I like to ask them open ended questions, questions that require more than a yes or no response. Why? because I want to learn more about them. I want to learn more than what requires a yes or no. Are you doing anything now to lose weight? That's kind of boring. <laughs> That's kind of blah. Because if, some, if I ask that question and somebody knows that I'm in health and wellness, they probably think I'm going to try and sell them something next, right? Even though, yes, I do sell health and wellness. I help people uh, transform their health and their wellness and their finances. Even though I do those things, I want to ask better questions. So I may say, all right, Tanya, tell me what you've done up till now to successfully lose weight. Or to, success, or to lose weight successfully. Talk to me. What question is more endearing? Are, have you tried to lose weight? Yes or no? Or Tanya, tell me what you've done up until now in regards to trying to lose some weight. Talk to me. I'm trying to build rapport when I learn to ask good questions. Better questions are open-ended questions that require more than a yes or no response so that you can build more rapport. Okay, 
gosh, I could have a whole conversation on that. Moving on to number two, friends, I want to encourage you, drop this in the comments, speak the way with people that you'd want to be spoken with. Connect with them the way that you would want to be connected with. And what I mean by that is, for example, we had a big promo going on last week. Um, super fun, lots going on. And I ran a challenge within my organization that people just went nuts on. They got in people's inboxes. They were letting them know about this. They were having, you know, they were trying to create good conversations. And some of the screenshots that I was seeing of conversations kind of brought my, my uh, awareness to an opportunity to grow. And it made me think, gosh, maybe all of you could, could learn uh, a bit here as well. Maybe this is a teaching opportunity for everybody that's, uh, that's out there trying to do what I'm trying to do. So connect with people the way you'd want to be connected with. I'm definitely a big emoji speaker. I like using a lot of emojis, but you know, when I'm trying to, I try not to type messages. I really try and connect with people via audio. Don't I, Tanya? I do try and connect with audio, right, Cassie? You guys know this about me by now. I like to connect via audio because I like to connect with you as a human. I want you to hear sincerity in my voice. I want you to hear my kids in the background making lots of noise because that is very, um, that is real. And that is authentic to me and what I have going on in my world. When you are using too many, you know, hey girl, I'd kick myself if I didn't let you know about this deal. Would you really though? <laughs> Would you really friends? <laughs> like. I want you to I want you to reverse this the the script that you're sharing on yourselves. Is that how you would want to be connected with? Or what Tanya, would you like me to be in your inbox if Tanya was asking me about something? I just saw your name, Tanya, so I'm using you hypothetically. Or would you feel more comfortable if I sent you an audio and was like, Tanya, hey, I got to get this message out before uh, my daughter wakes up. And I hope you're having a great start to your week. Um I wanted to throw this out there because at one point in time you had you had mentioned you were a little bit interested in XYZ. I'm not sure if you still are open to taking a listen or, or taking a look at what it is, uh, what it all entails and how it might help you. But we actually just dropped a killer promo, you know, 15% off, free shipping, the whole nines. Um, I'm not saying that it's necessarily a good time, but I did want to let you know that that's happening right now. Um, let me know what you think if you'd like any more details. And if not, that's cool too. <laughs> Tanya. <laughs> An audio like that in 30 seconds. How do you feel even having heard me say that, friends? How did that sound coming out of my mouth? Did it sound like someone that you'd want to be connecting with? Because sometimes I think people get so caught up in a copy and pasted, very almost salesy and weird and over emojied and overhyped kind of deal that, it, you know, you, you send that message to so many people and it's like, gosh, is that really how you'd want to be connected with friends? Even if you use written text, I want you to find a way to create, to connect with people in a way that is authentic, in a way that is sincere, in a way that you're not trying to get something out of it, that you're simply, you are not the message. You are the messenger. My friends, connect with people the way you'd want to be connected with. Number three, 
do what you say you're going to do. You want to build rapport. You want to build trust, friends. Do what you say you're going to do. Okay, if you tell people, hey, I'm going to circle back later tonight with the article that you were asking about or with the recipe to that, you know, that dinner or with the um, with the link to the, you know, the, the fun play spot that you took your kids to. It doesn't even matter if it's about business or not. I remember back in the day, remember when I was not making sales at all and I was hustling my face off and I was like, oh my God, I literally am trying so hard and I'm not closing any business. I will tell you this, when I was in my doctor's offices and I said, if doctors said, hey, can you bring me more clinical, uh, clinical trials on that, you know, whatever product on osteo osteoporosis? And I knew that I could have easily emailed it to a secretary. That would have been the easy thing to do. But I said, absolutely, doctor. In fact, I just got a shipment of beautiful reprints that I can get you a physical copy of. I'm going to get back here later this afternoon and I'm going to get that in your hands. OK, sound good, guys. I had to go out of my way. I had to like wait in traffic. I had to like you know, not get home in time to feed my cat. Like I was literally, I was just so trying. I was trying so hard to make ends meet. And all I knew was that if I could help him get what he wanted, that maybe, maybe that would translate eventually to wanting to do business with me. Okay. So what was I building during that time? I didn't know it at the time, but I was building trust. I was building trust that what I said I was going to do, this, this, you know, salesy little medical rep that wore a big button that said, ask me about MTHFR. Yes, I know what that sounds like. In fact, just so we can all get a good laugh, I want you to drop in the comments, MTHFR <laughs> in the comments so that you all know that I wore a big button on my boob that said, ask me about MTHFR. Now it looked like it was on my boob, but it was on the strap of my bag that had my samples in it. Okay. Yes. MTHFR in bold letters. It was that embarrassing, but all I could, all I could think is I'm just going to let them know that while there are 50 of me, 50 medical reps coming in and out of that office every single day. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And I'm going to build trust with these people, even though I have not created any sales. Friends, that's the third thing I would, I would remember when building rapport and building trust. Do what you say you're going to do. Don't put it off. Do it right away or at the very least set reminders because you'll forget. And it's important that you know when you forget, you're sending a message that you are not someone that is reliable. I promise you the reason that I was able to go from dead last in medical sales in my district and on my team and on the verge of getting fired to number one in the district in six months number one in the region shortly after that, and number one in the nation for about 17 months straight. The only reason I was able to do that is because I had built so much trust 
with my offices, because largely because I asked them really good questions and built rapport with them. I, I connected with them the way that I felt they would want, that I would want to be connected with, like a human. And that I did what I said I was going to do. I was the reliable one, the little five foot, you know, ankle biter that had a crap ton of energy, always did what she said she was going to do. All right. Number four, and this is more pertaining. Guys, by the way, are you getting something out of this? Let me know in the comments. Drop a hashtag value if you're getting something out of this. And now is about the time that I'm going to invite you to share this out. If it's good content, please share it out. Share it out on your wall. Share it out with your power partners. Uh, share this podcast with people. Crave the Clothes podcast. If it can help people that you are working with too. I can't spread my message alone, friends. I can't. I need your help. And if it's a good message, I, I, I want to ask that you share this out. Okay. It's the only way that I can make the impacts that I want to make. Number four, and this has to do more specifically for network marketers, friends. <laughs> it's almost comical what I'm seeing out there right now. It's important that we know global circumstances and economic trends in the marketplace and in the world, they're parallel. They are congruent. Guys, it is not easy to sell right now, okay? The world is in an interesting place, okay? But what I'm seeing a lot of network marketers do is think, see, there's some startup, you know, I feel like there's a new company popping up on every corner and I'm not, not to take anything away from them. I am all about innovativeness. I love the fact that my network marketing company is beca it's become something that a lot of companies are trying to mimic. It literally, they are trying to adopt a lot of the principles and practices that we have with our model. That makes me so proud because it means that we're doing something right. I want other people to win, friends. I want you to win wherever you are building right now. Okay, I really do. But hopping around to new network marketing companies and hopping around place to place puts your trust factor with your audience, with your customers, with your team, it puts your credibility in the toilet. It puts your trust in the toilet. Now, I get it, but Coop, you don't understand, but Coop, I, you know, the model is broken, but Coop, I was in the bad place. I get it. I've been there, friends. I've been part of two, I've built two network marketing companies. First one took me three years, a little over three years to build to six figures in, in sales. I'm sorry, six figures in profit. We did a lot more than that in sales. Second time I did it with my second company, started at zero and built to six figures in about seven or eight months. Okay. Using a lot of the principles that I'm sharing with you now. I made that transition. I know that sometimes the vessel that you're building in is broken. But more often than not, especially now, I'm seeing people hop around a lot and I worry that it's emotionally charged, those decisions, that they are short-term result-driven instead of macro perspective on the profession, the industry as a whole, the state of the industry as a whole, and the future and projection of your current company. I fear that the decisions are emotionally charged, fear charged, because your numbers might not be looking right now the way they used to. Again, 
I'm not saying everybody's situation is different because I can imagine my inbox blowing up now. I don't agree with you, Coop. You know, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. I get it. That's cool. I only want you to win. That's all. And I want you to maintain your rapport and your trust factor while you are building business. I promise you that. <laughs> can I get a hashtag truth in the comments, friends? If you believe that I'm, I'm being lovingly honest with you, hopping around place to place right now, put your trust factor at risk. Okay. Just saying, take caution, make decisions that are not emotionally charged and think macro perspective. Excuse me. I actually coach a lot of clients all throughout the pers their pers uh, profession. So I have a good deal of awareness of what's going on. I have good rapport, power partnerships with other leaders in other companies all across the profession. I have a good I have a good feel for kind of what's going on out there. So if you ever want to have a conversation or share where you're at, uh, friends, I've been there. I, I'd love to hear your story and help you if there's an opportunity to at least be a soundboard. Anyways, last but not least, number five, and then we got to cut this short because I got to go get my daughter. She's getting her cast put on today. Uh, she broke her arm about a, a week and a half ago. Um, so sad. Anyways, number five, I know that your company is probably telling you this is for everyone. This business is for everyone. This product everybody needs. Bullshit. <laughs> They don't. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, not everybody needs your stuff. I know that it's like the best thing ever. And, and you are like, oh, but Coop, you know, you can't get this anywhere else. Totally for sure. I get it. Some of my stuff can't be found anywhere else. But what I know in efforts to build rapport and trust with my people and with my potentials, I already know that my stuff is not for everyone. If something and by asking good questions, connecting with people the way they'd want to be connected with, by being reliable, by, by building my trust, because I am, I'm not moving place to place. I'm very certain about where I am and where I build and how I do it. I know that if something else that I learn from asking these questions is better suited for, for my prospect, I'm going to let them know. I'm going to say, you know what, Petra, from based off everything you've shared, I know that, you know, you had asked me about my product, but I have to be honest with you. I actually think that I might be aware of something that could help you better based off what you've shared with me, X, Y, Z, and what you're hoping to accomplish. Uh, would you like me to share that with you? What does Petra immediately feel when I being resourceful and by the way, only focused on helping Petra get what she wants? What do you think she feels when I tell her if I know something that I had is not the best fit for her, but something else might be? How does Petra feel? about doing business with me? How does she feel about me as a professional? Drop it in the comments. What do you think? How would you feel if I said, you know what, Jane? Hi, Jane. You know what, Jane? I am. I, I can't, as much as I'd love to work with you, as much as I would love to build a testimonial with you around this product, have you ever looked at XYZ product 
I don't represent it or anything, but I just feel like it's kind of a better fit. Nine out of 10 times, do you know what my customers have said to me? My potentials, they say, well, I really appreciate your perspective on that and I am open to it, but I really want to work with you because I trust you. Is there anything comparable that you have that might help me? Nine out of 10 times. I'm telling you, that is the response I get. Why? Because I've built rapport with people and I've built trust with people. They know I'm in it for their success. My friends, this is literally the foundation. So much of what I share with you guys is the foundation of my inner circle of champions. Okay. My inner circle mastermind. It is the soul, the foundation of it is developing and up-leveling, skilling ourselves in advanced sales and closing strategies so that you can take your conversations, no matter how many or how few, and make it more of a skilled process rather than just flinging shit at the wall to see if it sticks, right? That is what I'm in the business of doing. That is at the heart of what we do in my champion inner circle, but we do so much more beyond that um, because all, what I'm in this for friends is to help you build your businesses brick by brick so that whatever season you are in, you can generate momentum because you've got the skills to do so whenever you want. If you ever want to take a peek, no strings attached at how we do it, drop a hashtag champion, or you can DM me. Find, if you're catching this on a podcast, DM me champion, or you don't even have to do that. Just say, hey, Coop, tell me more about, about the champions. I, I got to know about this. Um, again, no strings attached, um, but I hope this was helpful for you. Guys, if it was, tell me your favorite takeaway, if you wouldn't mind. I always love to hear from you because this is how I continue to build my content. I just want to help. I want to help you win. Let's go crush it. We got a nice, fresh week ahead of us, friends. I hope to make it great with you.